Welcome to another episode of I Can't Stress This Enough. I'm your host, Tiffany, and we have... Well, surprise, I'm back. Like, I never left, because <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> surprise, surprise. So, episode eight, Usher Appreci- Appreciation. We're going to dive, I guess, into just, like, the best of Usher, because there was some disrespect on Usher, like, within these last few weeks on social. So much and, disrespect. Like, I just, you know, me being from Atlanta, I just, I can't accept that, personally. Um, but first, I wanted to shout out um, Zach Dridge <laughs> um, for making that amazing intro. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. Well, what do you think? I mean, like, I just think, I, so I'm just so excited. Beautiful. It's, it's so smooth. Um, Zach is a music engineer and producer, and he's super, super talented. He's worked on some stuff with Tiana Taylor and Kanye, and for him to just do this for us, um, I am honored, and I think it sounds super cool, super dope. So thanks, Zach, and also shout out to Haley, because I work with her, and that's how we came to know of Zach. So shout out to Haley and Zach. All right, let's get started. So, um, dude, a lot shit has like happened since the last time I talked to you also um how are you like I I, I missed our banter on you know just in general so how, how are you doing <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> I am doing okay um currently still in my bedtime attire because I got out of bed rushed to eat breakfast so that we could record this podcast so I look very not appropriate for the public right now so Half asleep, half alive right now with how I'm doing. Got a little OJ in a coffee mug, you know, sitting right next to me. <laughs> Living it up like some child over here. I mean, I pictured it and it sounds like a relaxing Sunday, which it is Sunday. So not mad at it. Um, cool. I'm how glad you're you? doing. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm cool, I guess. I, you know. You guess? Aren't you done working? Aren't you on your little hiatus? Shouldn't you be pumped? You get to sleep and stuff? <laughs> yes. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, um, I do social for a talk show. Um, I just try to keep, you know, work and pleasure separate. So don't talk about it too much on here. But we're on hiatus um, starting, like, I guess last week. But since, you know, I do social, it's, you know, social never sleeps. So it's just not as hectic. But I'll still be tap tap tapped in so um i mean it's cool like i guess i get to to sleep in i mean there's still work to be done and you know things like that so i feel like i don't know just going through the motions and now like this will be my first break you know because i really have been working nonstop since like march 13th um and so we'll see i'm either gonna go crazy or i'm gonna like be very very creative it's been actually a mix of both lately so <laughs> we'll see um i hung up something on my wall which i've been trying i've been in my apartment three years and i've had like a few pieces of artwork and um i say a few it's really two and one fell so i'm trying to make progress there so if anyone wants to help me decorate my apartment this is not music related hit me up um, but let's um thanks yeah, for- you better decorate yourself. <laughs> no, it's just the walls. It's you know, the the earthquakes kind of hinder me a little bit. I, I just mm. get nervous about putting stuff on the walls. We actually had two fucking earthquakes last week. If you know me, you know each time there's even like a little like shake, I'm like what like get me out of here. So oh um, my God. I was praying, I was praying. I woke up. 
looked at Jillian. We was like, what? And I was like, oh, wow, that lasted for a long time. And before I knew it, I was back knocked the fuck out. I was asleep like (laughs) this. I did go back to sleep faster than like normally because normally if I wake up out of my sleep I stay awake from that point like Mm -hmm. which sucks but I went back to sleep and I think it was just because I didn't want to deal with it and so I was like I'm gonna go back to sleep I'm gonna go back to sleep the drama I like forced myself and then we had another one like two hours later and I was like you know what I felt it and then there was actually a couple like two point something earthquakes so I feel like because I'm not I mean you're not from here either but I feel like I feel every single thing and I'm just like, so we're just we're just gonna go on about our day like like the earth isn't literally moving below us. Well, if um, it makes you feel any better, um, no, whatever gonna say, don't say it. None of those earthquakes were look were crazy. They were only we felt them more because they were closer this time. But uh, they weren't like the magnitude know. wasn't wild. Like four point something isn't wild because wasn't there like last time when everything was damaged? We were in like the sixes and we barely felt it because it was far away. Because we have like hanging shelves, we have artwork <laughs> above our bed. That stuff didn't even shift to the left. So you better, you can put stuff <laughs> on your walls. You ain't gonna fall off. Uh, it. We have a TV that's hanging on the wall. That bad boy was probably didn't even move a bit. See, that stresses me out. <laughs> it's okay mm-hmm. though. Baby steps. The point was, I have hung up one painting, and it's really cute. It's of Tyler the Creator, um, Igor in his blue suit, which I was for Halloween. Let's get back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for asking me um how i am and i'm glad you're doing okay it's really weird times and at least we have music though that's that's what i'm excited about so speaking of music um a lot of new music came out but i think first let's let's talk about like music news we got an update from meg which um she didn't owe us really an explanation because it's you know her life and her her situation but like I, it was nice to see her it was really sad though to see like how this traumatic um, incident has affected her. And, you know, she's still not over the passing of her mother and her grandmother and stuff. And then um, I watched the live, someone, I saw like conversations of people being, um, I don't know if transphobic is the right word since she's, um, I, I don't know if that's the right word. I just, I guess there was some conversation of, of people being like, well, she acts all hard and like, Manish and you know like she kind of deserved it i'm i missed those comments i feel like um, that would be transphobia is is it considered transphobia? i i thought it was <clears throat> but i just you know terms um and then i saw a tweet yesterday that was like people who are using meg's um video as a meme response like need to be blocked and i'm like i must follow the right people because i didn't see Man. that either same so i was like i didn't see that i did see one tweet because of Sequoia bringing 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 it to my timeline, I was living so peacefully in ignorant bliss. <laughs> <laughs> and then she brought that. Happened tweet. to your friends with Sequoia. She's like, "Oh, you you thought you were gonna have a good day with you know? No, you need to learn this and know this." <laughs> uh, she brought this tweet of this guy, and she was like, eh. "My favorite part of the tweet is that the next she put like a threaded tweet at the underneath her first response, and it said, "Please bully him." <laughs> <laughs> and then I went <laughs> and looked at the tweet. He was basically saying like the reason that Meg, like people didn't like 
want to console Sim- her or empathize, and empathize with yeah. her was because she acts tough and like mm. it's basically because she's a woman who doesn't need a man people didn't treat her like a woman who had gotten shot and i was like that doesn't even make sense and then the people that he equated to being like more quote-unquote feminine were all light-skinned entertainers like he mm. put janae Iko in there and I was like, what? So basically he was saying you have to be delicate in order for people to take you being shot seriously. And that's why the media didn't pay it enough attention because she's so strong that people just were like, you can handle it. Just like if a man was to get shot, we would just be like, you can handle it. And so for me, it just hits on so many very toxic targets, the way this is being handled based on colorism. There's a little misogyny in there. Um, Then the transphobia, because now people are saying she's a man. Like I saw a tweet that was like, the reason she keeps posting all these throwback pictures is to prove to the public that she isn't a man. And I was like, what are you? I just, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, I mean, once again, Black women deserve more. <clears throat> but um, she's been posting a little bit more um, on social, I guess, trying to get back into the swing of things. So that's that's good to see. So Megan, just sending you positive vibes and blessings and prayers that you get through this. I hope you're having a great day today. Um, you're a queen. And I mean, her music makes me feel better. So shout out to Same. Meg. Uh, okay, so <laughs> next, uh, Nicki Minaj is pregnant. Um, yeah. Miss Petty. Yeah, she's pregnant. I think I read something yesterday that a judge granted permission for her husband to be in the delivery room for, okay. uh, <laughs> for her pregnancy because I guess he's on like parole or probation um, and he had to get permission. So, How does it work uh, when people on the sex offender list have children? I don't think it counts for your own child, is what That's the internet said. But I mean, don't quote me on that. I there's a reason I am not a lawyer. Um, congratulations, Nikki. Um, I I loved all the memes though about like all the bitches is my son. Like all those memes about um, you know, her already being a parent and the the child already having so many siblings because she <laughs> said all these bitches is my sons. I love that. Um. But yeah, I, I'm excited to see what this baby looks like. I hope it's a girl, but I think it's a boy. Um, mm-hmm. Next, VMA nominations are out. We can talk about that like closer as we get to the VMAs. But um, I think they're supposed to be live next month. So I'm interested to see how that works. I think the most nominated people were, and this is going off memory, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande uh, for Rain On Me. So, I mean live I, I just heard that how is that possible i think it's i don't know i think it said live i could be wrong i don't feel like looking it up i though, mean like so. maybe like the hosting part will be live because i'm assuming i don't know maybe it's just a false assumption but after the bet awards i would assume they would do stuff like that because uh, vmas can't be dropping the ball because everything about the vmas is visual so it needs to be like better than the BET Awards if they record and stuff. But live, you got all those famous Let people just see. sitting Let right next to their tennis courts. But you know the thing about, you can call something live if only like if, I don't know if it's a majority or a large part of it is live, but you can mm-hmm. call it live if it has some kind of live aspect to it. So, 
true. But um, I might have made that up because I'm not seeing. Um, I mean, regardless, they have a high bar. <clears throat> Even if it's not live, like their whole thing is being visual, so they can't like drop the ball. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but the VMAs are coming up. I'm super excited, so that's something to look forward to. Um, Except for the fact that Dua Lipa was locked out. I mean, Dua and Harry Styles. So, so that's something. That the I mean, VMAs they're both for. English, yeah. And then there's some, well, it's just like, I guess, I don't know why it's, is it hard for international acts? Because I was thinking of um, Rina uh, Sawayama too, and I feel like some of her visuals were good, but maybe she didn't, like, what? I don't I know. Maybe it depends, she though, because I feel like Dua, like, makes me more mainstream. Like, yeah, she's more mainstream, and I feel like she's one of those, like, artists that has started and was mostly like u.s music if that makes sense like i feel like some artists like they make music and it crosses over but i don't think that she made music that was crossing over to the states so for awards purposes she has always probably been considered a u.s artist who is from somewhere else i disagree because i I, i've been following her for a while and she's been like you know talking about like becoming mainstream like in america and like how kind of important it's been for her career so i don't know if i if i would say that um also i feel like my friends like most of them like know of dually but like if i'm like oh like my close friends yes but like people that i like associate with they're like oh does she sing this or that so like i feel like they don't quite like know enough about her yet to like say that in in my opinion but um I do think she was snubbed I think that she is often overlooked like it's it's not quite fair to say she's underrated but she's definitely um underappreciated but I think that also has to do with this pandemic because I do think that if we if it hadn't happened um this this summer definitely would have been the summer of Dua Lipa and Doja Cat um, but you know, Doja Cat kind of ruined her own summer, and then Dua Lipa. I think her her album is really good, and it perform it performed like well. But I think it would have been like really really hyped up for festivals in the summer, and even the remix, the Sugar remix she did with Brockhampton. Like I feel like she would have came out at Coachella with Brockhampton, and we would have been seeing her a lot more. But um. Yes. Also, while we're on Dua Lipa, my Dua Lipa merch finally came. I'm so excited. I ordered it back when her album came out. Like Merch always is delayed. Merch is always delayed. No, it, I don't. Usually when I order merch, it is not that delayed. But they were like, oh, the warehouse. Who you order merch from that's not delayed right around the time they put out an album? It, it's normally not months delayed. Like maybe a month, maybe tops. But for the most part, unless it's like a pre-order or whatever, but this wasn't like a pre-order. This was like a regular order. And mm. I don't know. I just made a, I just bought some, um, some Billy merch and that's what I already got that um, shipping label. So I'm like, eh. um, but I think, you know, it's that's shipping from America. Well, but I saw that you I got I can't relate phone. to a quick delivery, you know, cause I only order from the big and the best, you know, when you order from Beyonce, you're going to have to wait you a few minutes, even Chloe and Holly's merch. 
Okay, first off, don't even come for Billy like that. Second off, I'm also Billy must have boxes waiting. You know what I'm saying? She just got sit in her garage ready to go. Might have an efficient team, but I've ordered. You already here first. Beehive attacker, attacker. First off, I've ordered from Beyonce.com too, and it didn't take five years either. So not five years. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I saw you got your Chloe and Holly merch. It was cute. It's cute. <laughs> it got here actually quickly. Um, it wasn't supposed to. They said that it was. See, see, and what did you? Ju- what did? Okay, William. Well, I'm saying that was a surprise to me because if you look online, it tells you that it's not supposed to. None of the orders are supposed to ship until like this week. So like Monday is when they're supposed to ship out, and it actually shipped like two days later. So they were ahead of the curve of their own curve. I don't even know they why we're talking about shipping shipping rates. Right now, because you tried to, we're um, talking about March. <laughs> I was, I really was just trying to tie in a compliment to your shirt, and I don't even know the route that we took to get there, but it's fine. Um, I did not listen to the new Katy Perry for more than 30 seconds. What new Katy Perry are we talking about? Great, I mean, that, smile, 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 yeah. We talked about this last time because remember I told you that Grateful was the leaked track and it had Diddy on it? Huh. You might be right. It's okay because that that's how that's that should tell you about the song that we don't remember talking about it already. <laughs> so sorry, Katie. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm happy she's happy though, but I, I just, just want her to do better. I don't know what this though. is. She I don't know what this is. Yeah, I I don't know. She um, like killed it with her like previous albums like both albums had like broke records for the amount of singles that went number like that charted and stuff like she was killing the game and being compared to like michael and stuff with like accolades for singles and people were like wow how did you do that like having your sophomore album be just as good and blah 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 and then this (laughs) (laughs) you just said this i i don't know i've at first, too, when I saw the single cover of her, like, dressed as a clown, I was like, wow, I cannot believe y'all are out here clowning Katie like this. And then I went to her page, and I saw that she posted it. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, did you watch the DMX and Snoop Dogg versus? Can't say that I did, ma'am. <laughs> I caught some of it and it was fun. It was live. Um, it's fun like being on the West Coast, like during some of these verses, because um, I can appreciate West Coast music more. So that that was really really fun. I think a lot of people though forgot about like the hits that DMX had and how big he was. Like DMX was legendary during his prime. Um, so yeah, that was that was fun. Um, oh. Now let's talk about new music. Dude, So there's so much new music. So much. Um, and not on this list, because who, like, I don't need to write it down, is Black is King, which came, the visual came out a few days ago. Let's um, talk about that power visual. <laughs> oh my God. Beyonce, Beyonce, I just, like, like no one even comes close like i'm just laughing because i'm like you girls think you're so innovative and you think that 
Beyonce, Beyonce was standing on a beach in crystals while a firework hit the beach behind her and shook zero percent. <laughs> Let me tell you, if a meteor hits right behind me and I'm standing on the beach, I'm gone. Out of there. She was unbothered. I just I can't stop laughing because y'all think that y'all's faves like come close and it's just like Not at oh, all. So what? Like the hem of her gown, like the uh, excellent. It's just this is out of her naturally. Um, okay, I'm calm now. But I could yeah. not my I couldn't stop like smiling when brown skin girl came on. Like it just uplifted me immediately. Yes. Did you cry at all? Did you cry? No, but it was I was um like watching it while I was working and very much had to like finish up everything. Like I paused it and finished up everything. Cause I like had to focus, like something was taking a back seat and it was not yeah. going to be Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> so. Totally fair. Um, I cried several times. I loved Brown Skin Girl. I loved when like Kelly and her were on the screen. I was just like, oh my gosh, I miss my friends so much. Um, I get it's so weird because I listen to things more than I watch them. Like I listen to music. I don't watch a ton of shows. Mm -hmm. But whenever I do see like people hugging, I get really emotional about it just because I crave like that skin hunger. And um, you know, I, I think too just seeing them grow up and like now they're like these powerhouses and their moms and you know they have their different career paths and things like that I don't know all that like sentiment and nostalgia like hit me right then watching it and then seeing you know Beyonce with her children and her mom um in the motherland that also made me really emotional and um there was another one it was like it was like black make black synonymous with um is it joy or something like that? There, there's a real. There are a lot of powerful lines that mm -hmm. just like hit me, and um, yeah, by the end I was just like in tears. And also, it was just so nice to see like black people having a good time and and drenched in riches. Like it, mm -hmm. just more of that. Like it was so refreshing to watch black people like celebrate and just be happy like exi just exist and, and be happy so um i loved it it was good <laughs> plus also like it's probably one of the only things um as of recent especially like in that lane of like a beyonce visual album or whatever that has like a fantastic overall rating too like i think it was i think it started off at first with 100 and i think it's like in the 90s now with like it's um like Rotten Tomatoes Critical or whatever acclaim. rating, which is very yeah. hard to come by because, you know, most of the people that make up those those ratings are white um, and can be very harsh on, like, art like that. So mm -hmm. that should tell you something, that universally, they love it. It's loved. Do you think that it's better than Lemonade? Why would you ask me something like that? Why would you do that? Um, because that people have been arguing or not arguing but there's been discussion about it and i want to know your thoughts i feel like they are so different though they are different i i think that visually um 
Blackest King is better than Lemonade, but 100%. I think I don't. I would. I'm honestly, if we're being like for real, I didn't really care for um the gift when it first came out. I'm really just starting to like it now because of the visuals. Like, <clears throat> I just wasn't really here for Disney Beyonce. Like, oh, I loved it. I went I'm and saw Lion King. But now that I have the visuals, I'm like, okay, this I enjoy it so much more. So the amount of times I am like secretly humming "Snakes Don't Run with Lions." Ooh, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, like honestly, I did it to myself because, and I listened to it like a few times, but I didn't really like it. Didn't gel with me. Mm -hmm. But you know, I love Jesse Reyes, and I'm super into. I don't know if it's now. I don't know if it's Seventy Shake or Zero Seven Zero Shake. But I love their music, and they have a song together. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, Tiffany, bitch, you've been missing out on this for a year? Yeah. Like, and I liked that you song did. when I heard it, but I didn't know of her, like, as I do now. And so, um, yeah, there's also been, like, a lot of <clears throat> discussion about um, capitalism. Not necessarily. I don't think <sighs> anything about cultural appropriation because I feel like she did that conversation by having all of these African dancers, artists, like so putting that so didn't make people, people that didn't that. that didn't make people feel better though. They still made it seem like like if I forgot I can't remember who it is, but she's in power and um I went to her Twitter and someone in the comments told her that like they she was basically being like used as a prop. So, like, people are still finding ways to say that it's culturally appropriating. But, like, I found I shared, like, a really good thread on Twitter about it where, like, they were basically saying, like, Beyonce obviously isn't above criticism. So, like, you're welcome to, like, criticize her art. But she's, like, one of the only, if not the only artists who are trying to, like, show a different side of Africa and is trying to, like equate black with being beautiful and all of this stuff but also i think her message has always been like internal like black is king is more about like black being beautiful to you and inside of you it's not like black is beautiful if you wear gucci and so it's like the criticism while it can be fair it's like always you basically can't win (laughs) it's like yeah if you show africa and it's like the exactly. commercials where you feel to feed a child a day that's not good enough but then if you have a woman who's trying to show the beauty behind the cultures and various places within africa then it's like capitalism she's just doing mm-hmm. this money and it's just like exactly Arr. and then it's like okay well it's lion king and it was set in africa so like if she just doesn't talk about africa then it's just like now she's anti-africa like it's it's like you really can't win but mm-hmm. i mean you know, I know I've been looking up these designers, looking up these artists, like looking up these traditions and these garbs and their meaning like more than I ever have. I've never really seen Africa um, <clears throat> or Black people celebrate it like this in my lifetime. I can't think of another example. Um, and I had one more point and I am blanking. Um, They'll come back. They always <laughs> But I, I don't know. I just think, you know, I when, when have we had something like this? Oh, my third point was, I you know, I never learned, like, anything of this nature in school. And so, like, as an adult, I'm having to, like, do my own research, which, you know, 
it's it's cool or whatever but it's just like if we didn't have this artwork we wouldn't be having these conversations and so Mm -hmm. it's like you know who who's really winning here or like you know what I don't know because we're doing it at this scale like if you even think about like yes Beyonce wealthy sometimes her husband makes questionable partnership decisions blah 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 you can critique that all you want but like who is the reason that I think she puts so much into like that has to be the crispiest 4K HD picture you could see visual that I have ever seen. Crystal. Every crystal, every crystal glimmered. I li- I think I started crying. I can't remember what song it is when she wears all those crystals, but I literally was like, "Oh my god, she looks amazing." I literally was like crying. I mean, I'm just, just like, who else is doing that? Like I think she purposely like it's it makes it gives it that extra just like oomph. it's just so beautiful the way she captures and shows black people and puts all of this into it just think about that then add it to the fact that one of the highest grossing most beloved disney movies she attaches it to mm-hmm. and puts it on disney it's just like all of this stuff that she's doing to try to uplift and amplify black folks and of course someone finds the negative I know we won't. Did you see No Name Sweet? No, what happened? No, I'm just asking. No, she just she said something about like we love capitalism dressed up in the African aesthetic or something of that sort, and then mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, "This is low key offensive, calling it an African aesthetic." Um, but you know. People are always gonna, and it's frustrating too because like people do stuff like that, but then they don't ever like. And this is just not even just like critiquing Beyonce. It's just letting life in general like to offer their opinion on critiquing something and tearing something down, but they never have a replacement. Like, what would you prefer she does? If what would you have? She's a musician. (laughs) What would you prefer she does then? If if not amplify black voices and black art um and black beauty the best way she Mm -hmm. knows how and on the biggest stage that she can find like she's amplified black people on every major streaming service and so what else would you prefer this woman do and no one can ever say anything other than they don't like what Mm -hmm. she's currently doing yep and this has quickly become a beyonce stand podcast (laughs) I mean, we, oh, I did want to say last the last episode, I think was the first one, we did not talk about mention Beyonce or Billie Eilish at all. Should we was, like, it, should we just like keep like, a tally? <laughs> <laughs> I have a mental tally, but I was like, the episode was about underrated artists. So of course we would not have a need to mention either one of them. Although I still could argue that they are underrated in certain things of their Anyways, we can I'm always gonna, find a way to bring those two people up, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> um, no, what my last note is, um, I agree with what you're saying, with what you're saying, and I also just feel like, like, who else could have done this? Like, you know, if, if they wanted someone, I guess, native from, you know, Africa, it just wouldn't have had the impact. And, like, you know, like, that's just kind of is what it is. Like, And if you, you know, look at it, she knows that. Like, I think the one thing that was cool too that they called out, and it's the same woman. I don't remember which one she is from the song. Forgive me all. But Empower 
the other featured artists on that song, she let them walk in the front during one of the dance parts where they were all walking. She stayed over mm-hmm. to like the left in the like it was like a V formation. She was off to the left in the back and she let the other four women kind of be the points. Um, because I think she's like very aware that like she's u- giving people the voice, like she's using herself as like a conduit. Like she's like, yes, take the stage. And I feel like that's another way you can tell. Like this is very much not like a show. Plus, I feel like she spent mm-hmm. a lot of her own money and time on this. Did we not look at Mama Tina's post? Honestly, honestly, and and then I just think about like all the time and work that went into the costumes scouting locations, production, um, just making, coordinating with all the artists, choreographing, learning. And in a pandemic? (laughs) I was like, this, and this was a pet project. Mm. Oh my gosh. The only person I would do a group project with. (laughs) Okay, well, this is like, I was like, this is a group project, bitch. All right. Anyways. (laughs) Other than you. Um, Y'all stop playing with Beyonce. Stop it. Stop it. Like, I, I'm over it. I don't want to have this discussion anymore. She is the greatest artist, performer, whatever you want to call it, of our generation. And honestly, oh, this might get me in trouble. I'm trying to think, has Michael Jackson done anything greater than Black is King? I'm just trying to think. Trying, that might get me in trouble. But I'm just, I, I'm going to have to look back like i don't know man no i I think i think he was more of just like an overall entertainer but i feel like and this might just be difference in times like i don't think he really got political i mean obviously you can do black or white but they don't care about us yeah but other than that like no 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 i i mean i i think she passed michael i mean i I don't know what I I don't hate it, and to be honest, Michael also has that whole um, he has some controversy in his career, so that sometimes can overshadow you know his his uh, legacy. So Mm -hmm. I mean, Beyonce is it, you guys? And then um, we don't even have to talk about Kim and Kanye. They just we don't even have to. We got some other. We're not. We're not giving. We got some mm-hmm. other songs. Oh. Um, yeah, new music. Okay, did you like? Did you like Billy's new song? Did you listen to it? I need to listen to it again. Um, I don't okay. not like it, and I don't like it, so that's why I need okay. to listen to it again. It takes like, and it's not even just that it's melancholy, Billy, because that's fine. Um, because yeah. typically when I listen to Billy, I will listen to like the full album. Like I don't just like listen to a Billy song, so it doesn't. Oh my me. gosh. Same. Yeah, like I can't. I feel like it feels incomplete to just pick a it song. Does. It does, except for I will say that um I will listen to what is it um like I will start from Elo Milo to the end, mm. but like for the most part, like I'll I'll start from there and like let that play and honestly keep starting the album there over and over and over until I'm ready to start it from the very beginning. But no, I feel I completely completely feel that. So, huh? That's that's so interesting because. It just doesn't feel like the kind, it doesn't, it's not a single project to me. So it feels weird to listen to it, not as a project. If that, I just, it doesn't feel like I couldn't, no, it just doesn't feel right. 
I I feel you on that. But okay, so you listen to you listen to it, and you just like need to come back to it. Yeah, because you hyped it up too. I'm like watching your little the Zayno thing, and so I'm sitting here like, let me listen to it to get this run. And it just I, didn't okay. hit me. So I was like, let me listen to it again. Maybe I need to be in the right vibe. You know what I'm saying? I was actually FaceTiming my friend when the video premiered. And I was watching it with them. And that was, like, actually my authentic reaction. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Um, I think it's just, I think it's fun. Like, I don't know. It's not, to be honest, it's not, like, what. I am looking for right now in music. She in that interview with Zane, I don't know if you if you watched the whole thing, but she said how it was like one of the first the first thing she wrote while in quarantine. And mm. this song very much feels like the first half of quarantine. It's a very hopeful song. Uh now that we're six months into it, I'm not saying I don't have hope. I'm just saying my hope is different now. <laughs> and <sighs> and this song this song just it really doesn't sound like the beginning of quarantine like very very hopeful and upbeat and I do love the um the beat change I was not expecting that at all so when that happened I was like oh okay um but yeah it just I don't know it it, it doesn't fit my mood right now so I'm gonna give but it I, I also like how jazzy it is I do love how jazzy it is but I'm glad she's like I'm glad she's at least putting out music and I did love the visual like I, I'm glad we got both at the same time because I think if I would have just heard it I'd be like huh but like seeing it a little you know yeah brought like another layer of of it for me so um yeah okay I didn't listen to V7 because you don't need to I asked you okay which is so sad for me because mm. Brandy is I mean this is what her first album in eight years I think yeah <sighs> I just, okay, well, and there were no bops. And I feel like I should have known because she put that Baby Mama song on there. I should have known that if Baby Mama was a promotional single for this album, then I should have just known. Um, but I feel like a lot of her like diehard fans and, you know, a lot of the gays are going to go up for it because vocal Bible, there are a lot of like um, great like, I don't know, signature brandy moments um, with like vocal layering and stuff. But I don't, there just should be more. Like, you know what happens when you're putting out an album in 2020? Like, especially if you want to go back to like aphrodisiac days and stuff, you can still make a good like song. Cause that song had, I mean, that song, that album had like, good like singles and stuff this one i don't i couldn't tell you what a single was i feel like people like borderline but i don't like that song and mm. i think it was crystal who pointed out that she used the r word in one of the songs and it was like why Whoa. in 2020 is she using that word and then i think borderline is about like mental disorder or something i could be wrong but i think that's the one that they were saying I, and she has another one that says like bye bipolar or something um and the music video for borderline some people made notes about because it doesn't do it doesn't paint the right picture for i think but it's just i don't know it just doesn't seem like the project i would have been expecting which is why i tweeted very glad that um moesha started streaming the day after because i will gladly give her some streaming coins but i will not be listening to b7 again sorry (laughs) all right well that's the rundown i haven't 
listen to it so I'm just gonna I guess take your word for it kind of disappointing and I feel like that is kind of what I also have been seeing online is like I've seen like the stand, the brandy like super fans like love it but then just you know people who like R&B and stuff being like disappointed so um but I'm gonna have to also check out Moesha because I haven't started yet. I mean, I've seen Moesha before, but I'm just, like I haven't finished season one already. Catch up, girl. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, okay, so my oasis, Sam Smith, Brenda Boy. What do you think about that? Love it, actually. Um, I really like it. It's a very smooth song. I don't. I feel like Sam is just going to be releasing music whenever they feel like it. Um. I feel like they aren't going to be worried about projects as much anymore because didn't Sam just release an album? Wasn't there an album that came out based on all those other promotional singles or no? Am I just assuming I, that there was? I don't know. Let me look right now. I I don't feel like we got a Sam Smith album. Uh, let me see. I'm yeah. Sure the last album it. I think we got was the thrill of it all. Yeah. That, that's all I see in lonely hour. Oh, so um, we haven't gotten I mean, an I album guess, yet. Well, I mean, I guess Heart, no. Heartbreak has To Die For, Too Good at Goodbyes, I'm Not the Only One Staying With Me in Palace, but those are all old. I think he just categorized some of his old stuff into like... Pronoun shift, they. Oh, I'm sorry. I think they just... um, And you know what? I I had made like a mental note to like just call them Sam to like not miss, miss... you know, okay. I mean, it takes but me every like, time because I feel like we haven't we haven't heard from Sam in so long that when I refer yes. to them, I'm like, oh, okay. So I see like dance. They have like latch. I feel up omen. So it's like old songs that they've done before, but I guess just categorized and like little mini. I don't know if you want to call them EPs or what, but no, we haven't gotten this an album from Sam. Wow. I guess we just got we just got what? How do you sleep? Dancing with a stranger. Um. Hmm. I'm ready with Demi Lovato. Like maybe we're just getting dance singles until they're ready for like That's I don't know the next project. Um, let's see what else. I listened to the new what was it? Move your hips with um Aesop Berg and Nicki Minaj. It was cool. Um, yeah. Dom- Dominique Fike has a new album out that I have not gotten through yet, but the songs that I have listened to, I like. So I'm very excited to get through that album. Well, I'm going to have to listen. Um, He has been all over my social media. I think there's also like some kind of movie or documentary about his life that's coming out too. So I'm like, okay, they're doing a real big push for this this fella. I think if I'm getting this correctly, Dominique Fike, I think his, like he had a rough upbringing and feel like he is very political um so and he has a very interesting story I could I'm like I don't know if I'm getting it right but I think he I think he's had some some um adversity in his life so Hmm. he is very interesting but I I like like what I hear from him um I love um Narrow Road featuring Lil Baby um one of my new favorite songs and then I also say Maluma's new song it was it was cool I mean I'm not like a big Maluma person, so I'm like I can take or leave her stuff. But um, I also listened to Octavian and Future. I'm just going through Spotify's new music playlist now, just to make sure I don't miss anything. And I liked his song um, "Rari" featuring Future. I was like, oh, this is really cute. Mm-hmm. So if you get a chance, you should 
listen to that. And then finally, we have to talk about folklore. We have to, because I thought that you were not us, like you didn't like Taylor. And so when I saw your tweet that you had listened to one of her songs, I was very surprised. And so, um, what what made you listen to Taylor? And did you like it? How do you feel? What are your thoughts? What are your favorites? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Everybody knows that um, I was a part of the Fuck Taylor gang because Baby Girl was annoying by not using her platform and that whole Kanye Kim situation. She made me root for them because she was being shysty. So I kind of just was like over her. Um, But as of late, she has been less annoying. She has been using her voice more. And I don't know if that's because of y'all's president um, making her feel like she needs to be more vocal, but I'm here for it. So I was like, you know what? Let me listen to folklore. Cause I can tell you, I don't know any songs from lover. I was able to avoid that. Like the plague. I know that me song because it was everywhere, but I couldn't tell you another song off of there. So I was like, let me actually listen to folklore and I really enjoy it. But I think it's because it's more singer songwriter, less poppy. Like it goes into her, like core bag of songwriting and storytelling like she's I've never said she's not a good storyteller or songwriter Mm -hmm. and so listening to this one it felt very much like I mean folklore was like story so it was like it's like you listen to it and it's like very vibey um and so there are a good amount of songs I think there are probably like 12 songs out of the 16 that I really enjoy so wow huh Okay, that is that is surprising to me, but I'm glad you gave her a chance. Um, I I liked folklore the first time I listened to it. I did. I was like, I think y'all are overhyping this. And then the second time, I was like, okay, I like this more than the the first listen. And then the third time, I'm like, okay, this is cute. Um, I do feel like it's like I think the Today Show was calling it like cottage core, and I do very much get that vibe. Like. You know, you know, I'm a mood person, so a lot of like how I'm feeling depends on like what I listen to. And mm-hmm. this album, it does. It gives me like, you know, no pun intended, but like cardigan. I have my big mug of hot chocolate. I'm in the woods somewhere, and um, I think I will enjoy this album more in the fall, or um, on a rainy day. Like it's like a kind of like rainy day vibe for me. Um, but it's already like you know broken numbers and like done crazy stuff. Like she is the music industry is like giant um my favorite songs i love my tears ricochet seven is cool and i do love the one i love what she says in my defense i have none because like i can't wait i can't wait to like low-key use that (laughs) it's like kind of obviously like shading against yourself but um i i can't wait to use it um but it also just shows her growth and i do think that this album really like spotlights her strength which is songwriting like Mm -hmm. i feel like um you know taylor i don't i don't think she's known for like her voice like but she but (laughs) that sounded bad but i'm just saying (laughs) you go to taylor for her lyrics and her storytelling and her songwriting and i do think that this is like the strongest like her strongest that pen game on that pen game on this album like i think it's really good she had me in my feelings listening to peace (laughs) um mad woman is pretty good i do like the little love triangle that narrative that she did but i think out of all of them i think 
August might be my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. The last, the last great American Dynasty, a bop. The one that that starts off the album, a bop. And that exile song that she has with Bond, uh, so good. Yes, I. You know what I like about that? I like how at the end when it's like, um, both of them. Mm-hmm. I really like. I feel like it, the song builds, and I love like a good dramatic song basically is what i'm what i'm saying i live for the drama um but yeah i'm like you need to listen to that podcast episode i gave you on this one it'll blow your mind on her like that's kind of why i decided to listen to it because they dig into her because they talk about how you want to talk about it i mean yeah but they talk about how she's not like a singer like that's and it's not shade it's like if you listen to her if you listen to her um and I didn't even notice this, but she she sings on one melody. Like, if you listen to a lot of her music, she keeps mm-hmm. the same note, which I don't think people mm-hmm. pay attention to. But, like, you, it's like talk singing. But she does it in a way that it's her signature and you don't really pay attention to it. Where, like, um, if you think of any of her songs, like, her voice doesn't go up any octaves. It just stays on that same key. And that's just, like, one of her melodies. Or, like, she does this run when she sings too, that becomes her thing. Like, um, like when she uses the word me, she'll like raise one of the E's. Like it'll be like a mm-hmm. E and you don't really notice that either. So it really digs mm-hmm. into like her music and like how her styles are. But it also says that she's similar to a lot of pop stars where she starts off with her very like studio and mature music. And then like the next phase is like the dangerous, I'm playing with my sound. And then you start to mature and they think that she's starting to do that like mature phase of her career. Mm -hmm. And that the singer songwriter is typically where that route takes you. And so it was like, wow, she is really following that path. Like she did reputation and was like, ooh, I'm going to test being all a badass. And then they were assuming the album after that, she would be doing what she's doing now, but we didn't get that. But now we're getting it. We're like the quarantine mm-hmm. brought out the more like stripped down acoustic Taylor. Um, so I was like, you know what? Let me listen to this girl. So you should definitely listen to it. It was a really good pod. Mm. Which podcast was it? Um... Switched on pop. Okay, cool. Yeah, I listened to the Billy one that you sent, and I loved it. Um, it was really good. So I'll definitely check this. What was it, Folklore? Uh, I'll check that out for thought. sure. I'm sitting here giving out Taylor. Are you, well, have you listened stuff. to any of her other albums before? Or? Yeah, I've listened to. Like, I listened to her before. I think it was like the Kanye stuff and the fact that she wasn't like speaking up for you know people that made me like yeah. turn off. But like, um. I listened to her before. I mean, right, she's doing more now. I mean, Kanye's his own thing, but yeah. Yeah. Isn't it so interesting, though, that that whole incident, like, was such, was so monumental for both of their careers, Mm -hmm. and it's still having an effect, like, 10 years later, and I mean, honestly, I don't think there was a winner in that situation. Like, I, I think everyone has suffered in some, like, major way. Sorry, someone's calling me. Uh Uh-oh. Because, you know, every once in a while, Jillian will walk in on me listening to You Belong With Me. It's my secret jam. I, I was going to say, um, I kind of want to, like, make you a playlist of songs that if you like folklore, that I think that you might like by Taylor, that if you're going to give her a second chance. Um, we're getting off topic, and we're almost at an hour. <laughs> we haven't even got three of our podcasts, but I used to be, like, a really big Swifty in um, high school, and 
you know, I really liked her music. And um, I saw her actually twice in one summer. Um, and yeah, and then I got to college and I still liked her, but um, none of my friends, most of my friends didn't like necessarily care for her. So I was kind of had to like tone down that I liked Taylor Swift. Oh, and then, wow. you know, and then she kind of didn't say anything um, with the whole, what was it when she was like the alt, alt right and you know, yeah, like the KKK was like, oh, we like her because yeah. she's like white and blonde and blue eyed. Yeah, and then she, her reaction wasn't good. Um, but I, I do enjoy her music, and um, you know, we can talk about her, you know, her legacy and stuff more later. But oh, I mean, well, I'm, are we I'm, signing ourselves up to have a Taylor Swift episode? Gas. We're going to have a Taylor Swift episode because we have to talk about why. Blank Space, the music video is way better than the Bad Blood music video remix. But the Bad oh, Blood is that... remix music video, music video remix got like Grammy for best video and like won all these That's awards. And it was it cool. had all of those people. All those in people. It. But Blank Space as a video and a song, well, I won't say as a song, but Blank Space the music video is ten times better. And um, I'm willing to down that hill. But that is going to be on an episode that we will eventually have. Maybe we'll have it in December during, um, like, around her birthday. Is that her birthday in December? I don't know. I think her birthday you, you're the birthday. super fan. You should know. I I think her birthday is in December. I know Billy's birthday is in December. Um, but I, I'm like, is Taylor Sagittarius? I don't think oh she's a fire sign. But anyway, let's move on to Usher. <laughs> Finally, y'all, we get into the we get into the part that should have been the meat of the episode at fifty four minutes. I know, dude. This is gonna be a long episode. There's just so much. To it's talk okay. About. Ain't nobody got nothing to do. What they got to do? They ain't going nowhere. Okay, so if y'all didn't know, I think this all started because Chris Brown basically said he is his own competition um, when it came to like doing a versus. He needs to and then, with the thought in his head when he be wanting to put together forty eight song albums <laughs> need to compete with that thought and um i don't know so somehow it became like chris brown versus usher like on black twitter and i just need y'all do i think we just need to remind y'all like who usher is mm-hmm. because he has been out here putting in the work for decades and what we're not gonna do is disrespect usher raymond like he didn't give us you got it bad. Like he didn't give us, yeah. When we think of somebody that. talking on the phone in a music video, aside from Alicia Keys, we go to Usher. I mean, let it burn, caught up. Do we not? Do we not remember Ludacris being like Usher? <laughs> like, come on now. There's so many cultural impacts. So. I just felt like we need to give Usher his flowers or like crown whatever, whatever you want to say, because the man is a legend. He really is. Um. So, Will, do you want to talk about your your top ten best Usher songs of all time? And then I can. I mean, I think we have some that overlap. Mm-hmm. So. And I didn't put mine um, in order. I feel like you put yours in order because Tiffany. Um. I- you know what's funny is I started to be like order matters, but then I was like, to me, only like one really matters. Like, which one is his best song? And then um, it's fine. But yeah, <laughs> well, mine are zero percent in order. So I put superstar. Um, I really enjoy that song. It's such a vibe, and I feel like a lot of people really like this song. Like, it, I don't, 
I don't remember back then if it was a single or not. I don't know if that matters, but it definitely is a good song. Um, Loving This Club Part 2. I really enjoy that they did a remix to the song and actually remixed it. Um, and Beyonce. Who is they? Who is they for the people who don't yes. know? You know? Usher, Beyonce, Lil Wayne. Um, such a good song having Beyonce, and it wasn't even like a feature. It was really Usher and Beyonce like duetting. song Mm -hmm. and this is a power move because Beyonce very rarely features on songs and very rarely did duet features like I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. an end of time with JT like she didn't do that Mm -hmm. that frequently um that was it uh such a good song though and it's I don't even listen to part one of loving this club if we're being honest I only listen to this (laughs) um confessions because obviously although I go back and forth because does Confessions have a music video or did they only do one for Confessions Part 2? I could not find a music video. I think video only Confessions Part, part 2. Yeah. I, I think only Confessions oh. Part 2. I don't oh. think there's a video for the, the first part. Also, while we're on this topic, it's so interesting. Usher has so many two-part songs. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he has so many two-part songs. Which it's really day. cool because, well, a lot of times the second part sounds completely different from the first part. Yeah. Like, they're not even... They're not even like the same song. It's like, like the subject of the same song, but like a completely like altered version. So we need to appreciate that. Is what I'm saying. Because that <laughs> um, definitely that's what? like people don't even do that now with remixes. A remix in 2020 is putting someone new on the song. Because I feel like yeah, the best remix probably of recent would be the Savage remix, which was actually a exactly. remix because Beyonce yes. and Megan switched it up. But very rarely when mm-hmm. we do a remix now, do we change anything in the song other than taking out one verse and adding in the featured artist's verse. Yeah. Well, I think also by the next time we do our next podcast, um, um, just random, but Dua's doing a remix with Missy and Madonna, and it's being remixed by some DJ person, I believe. I think that's going to be, like, a completely different thing, so I'm excited for that. But, no, I, we, I completely agree with what... what. Do we think that the uh, Chloe and Holly remix with Nicki will be remixed, like, a new so, sound? Or do so we that, think that... That was actually a rumor. That, that uh... Twitter account is a fake account. And so that, that, I don't think that's happening. Good. So. <laughs> um, okay, what else is on your list? Um, you got it bad because obviously. Obviously. Um, you make me want to um, sample obviously. again and again and again and again and again. So obviously. Mm-hmm. And it is probably one of the smoothest songs about cheating. <laughs> Like, like you, being really, a side piece? you really got us out here talking about how you make me want to leave the one I'm with. And we like, yes, leave them. Um, 
I put Daddy's Home on this list, which is such a cute song. I don't know why I feel oh. like I must have this on my list, but it is such a cute song. Um, uh, I, I do not like Daddy's Home. Really? Um, I figured that because yes, it's not on like, your list. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, Burn, Caught Up, of course. You Don't Have to Call. Oh, yeah, such a good song. And I put Climax on here. I do like Climax. I feel like the album that Climax is on, I think, was really good. He started to do a lot more with his um, falsetto in those years. Because I feel like I'm thinking about, like, Climax. And then uh, in that same, like, era of his music, loving this so you had like moving mountains. Um, yeah. Like he started to do a lot more like very R&B situation. And I think mm-hmm. R&B is also in that era, but we can erase that. Will I Am was all up in people's music in that time. <laughs> he really was though. He really was. Oh yeah, cuz you have Dive was on that album with Climax. Um he did a lot. He did a lot of like, and it was, I think that's when he was starting to play around too with more like hip hop R&B where he had like a lot of features from rappers like Rick Ross was on that album. So that's my list. Um, excuse me for daddy's home being on there. I don't know why it's boppy. It could have been worse. I could have put OMG on there and y'all could have dragged me. Okay. So here, I, you know, that's rude. My list. I have, um, I started off with Lovers and Friends. It's a classic uh, for me. Also, I just want to like thank Usher for giving me like great middle school dance songs. Like I don't want to age him, but he really shaped my middle school like memories like i mean <gasps> lovers and friends Tiffany. you don't have to call you remind me you got a bag one um, thing we must say as i interrupt your list is i and i haven't checked the dates on this but did he do like the dance like the guy dance crossover before christopher what do you mean guy dance like the whole like yeah 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 like getting into that bag of music because you know Chris for a minute tried to do that too where he did like the dancey like you know like the Kelly Rowland oh. the Kelly Rowland pop music era like I feel like for guys it was Usher and Chris Brown both got into it yeah I don't know who did it first to be honest it probably was around the same time. I have like, oh my gosh, like CJ's got us falling in love on here just because both of those songs, literally when they came out, that's all you heard that mm-hmm. summer. Was either Oh My or DJ got us falling. Like, I think they I'm were like, my vote is for DJ. I, I think I was going to go for DJ. The only thing is, I'm just like, do I like a Pitbull feature more or will I am feature more? That's really what it is. And honestly, both of them kind of uh, get on Mr. my nerves. Worldwide, uh, 305. <laughs> but I think, I think DJ Got Us Falling In Love is better. And I think the video was, like, super fun. Um, so, yeah, I have Lovers and Friends because Ludacris, um, Usher, and Lil John, you know, they gave us – well, they gave us Yeah first, which is also on my list. But, you know, they, they that little trio had the, the middle school dances lit. Let we me love a song with an um, exclamation point in it. 
<laughs> um, and then I have You Make Me Wanna, which is just a classic, like, Usher song. Um, and then, yes, DJ got song Love. Um, you Don't Have to Call. I mean, after the night, <laughs> don't leave me around, but, like, come on. Yo, after the night. Don't leave your girl around me, true player for real. Ask my nigga for real. Uh. Come on. That's how it's going Smell it. <laughs> Instead of inserting the song, I guess we just gonna all sing the song. <laughs> no, I'm, go- I'm going to insert sparks too, but like, I mean, I just felt that right there. Um, this I, next one, I've been singing it ever since I seen it on this list in my head. I've been waiting for you to get to it. You remind me, or you oh, remind so good, so good. But you remind me, you remind me. The video is so fun. And I just remember watching it, um, and just being like, I can recreate like this scene because he's like, you know, walking through the street, walking through a store, and then dancing. And then I just remember when 106 and Park would play this, I would try to do the handstand part <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> with Usher. That would go well. <laughs> um, but yes, you remind me. Love that one. You got it bad. I mean, yeah. who did not hit that note? Like, hold on. Let me, let me, we, we have to do it. We have to do it right now. I mean, come on. Come on, you. Y'all, put, y'all tell me Chris Brown has a song better than You Got It Bad? Are y'all, sh- are y'all crazy? Okay. Nice and slow. Um, Love it. I have an asterisk. Was Usher the first to spell the song? <laughs> Probably not, but it just made me think like, oh, huh, this is fun. Like, this is a fun break, like spelling out your name. Um, And then I have Burn. Yeah. And then Confessions Part 2. Again, I, I just find it we're we're talking about Usher, but I just find it I just wanna say I don't if you're trying to tell me that Chris Brown has a better discography than like the songs that we have talked about, I just you're you're crazy. Like I just better than confessions? Absolutely not. Um, but I will say I wanted to honorably mention that Chris Brown and Usher when they make music together is good. It like, is good. you know, they they're kinda similar. Um so New Flame love new flame um party love that one too and i know we were gonna we're gonna talk about like usher's best visuals and on your list will you have new flame it's technically chris's chris mm-hmm. brown's song but like am i wrong but does, does usher not eat chris brown on his own song that's why like, i had to look it up if we being honest to see whose song it is on his last tour the purpose tour with my my sister and you know usher's a mentor for for beaver and he came out and like did like a mini concert and like no shade to beaver because that concert was great beaver put on a great show but when usher came out and performed and then like he was like thank you guys i forgot i was at beaver's concert like no lie i was like oh my gosh like he totally just came and like stole the show and then like left like I'm just saying that that is star power, but um, 
as far as Usher's best visuals, well, what who's on your or what what songs are on your list? So for visuals, um, what did I have? Oh, caught up. I love a good dance situation. I love when Usher, you know, hits us with the dance because I think because a lot of his songs are R and B jams, sometimes it you know can be more like beautiful woman off in the distance he's walking or stationary so i like when he gives us like a nice choreographed situation um new flame as we discussed it is a smooth video like visual it's like very like they're all wearing like white and like near mm-hmm. pools so it's like nice contrasting colors um good on the eyes and mm-hmm. no limit and, i actually and like the no so good in new flame too yeah and it was good too because it's more quote-unquote recent usher so it's like a oh he still has it kind of a thing um mm-hmm. dancing and then i like no limit now no limit can be hit or miss as a song i think it's a smooth song it's not like a, yeah like i think it's a very like i don't know it's a it's a confident song for him like it's very like you have to have a certain energy to pull off no limit and the video is just the same. Like, it's really smooth. So there we go. Yeah. Um, I, I like, definitely agree with you. I think some of Usher's best work and best, yeah, best work comes from dance songs. Um, and no New Flame is one of my favorite music videos. And also Party, with, <clears throat> which is Usher, Chris Brown, and um, Gucci Mane. Um, that's also a dance video and Usher's dancing in that with Chris Brown. So for all y'all saying like Usher can't keep up with Chris Brown, like that's two videos where they both are dancing and he's keeping up. So I that we, we can't use that as an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have caught up on my list. Uh, Usher gave us like a whole film. <laughs> caught up. Um, this is one of my favorites. Um, I also have You Remind Me just because, I don't know, I feel like, young you know barbecue love her videos she redid this video and it just it's it's pretty iconic like as soon as i saw her outfit i knew exactly what video she was she was dancing to um you don't have to call i love this video because it's like he's trying to get over you know well i don't know if it's technically a breakup but it's like obviously he's trying to get over this girl saying like you don't have to call and it like takes you to the whole scenario of him like all right i'm gonna get out of bed you know, I'm gonna call up my guys and we're gonna roll up to the club or whatever. But what really did it for me in this video are the Heelys because this Not is the during Heelys. the time where Heelys were like, you know, if you had Heelys, you were the shit. And um, I had some Heelys, but like, was I cool? Probably not. But I still liked it anyways. Um, and then you make me wanna. I just I liked. I watched this video today and it's just very like. I don't know. It's it's unique now, so I can't imagine like when it came out in I think nineteen ninety seven, like th- something like that during that time. Probably seemed way ahead of its time, but I don't think Usher's really known for his music videos. Like I'm, no, you know, but the ones that we talked about, I think are pretty good. And I also just want to say, <clears throat> trading places, and I don't mind. I feel like I just want to mention how progressive of a of songs that mm-hmm. these are from a male R&B That's all R&B in trading and places let me tell you I can't even my voice is gonna go out if I ever try to go try to sing that chorus when he does trading and my throat it can't handle <laughs> I was just I was thinking 
for this song to come from a black man and a black man from the south um both of them i'm just like huh these are these are pretty progressive um trading places obviously about trading places with his woman and then i don't mind i remember when that song came out a lot of men were upset about it because he the lyrics are like i don't mind if you work on the pole mm-hmm. that'll make you a hoe and people were like what like like men were like so you'd be okay if your woman was a stripper and we're like yeah like you you wouldn't be um so yeah i just i mean that's really progressive for a male artist and a, a black male artist so i just wanted to to give those two an honorable mention but um what me and will really want to say is put some respect on usher's name oh we didn't even talk about our, our favorite usher sample i mean okay, so what's your favorite, like, recent or recent Usher sample. So Maybe mine is definitely going to be Summer Walker and Usher come through. Mm-hmm. It's such a beautiful Wait. song. They did a great BT Awards um, little performance. performance of it. But I think it the way that it was sampled to me is really smooth. Like I really like the way that she yeah. did it. It feels like a new song with the great same mm-hmm. essence as before. And it's really nice to hear a woman's vocals on it also. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, me, of course, being from Atlanta, I appreciate it because Summer Walker is from Atlanta and Usher's from Atlanta. So it's like new school, old school, but like it's like passing the torch kind of, but also like showing appreciation at the same time. So it w- it is really cool to have two like ATL icons, um, you know, on a song together. I mean, Summer, Summer Walker is an icon in the making. Um, for mine, I actually like um Brock Hampton did a remix of Sugar with Dua Lipa and they sampled um is it is it you make me wanna because it's it's seven o'clock yeah so they sampled that and um I just thought it was it was different oh that actually Sugar is a great example of another remix that um was completely revamped because that the Sugar remix it does like incorporate a lot of the original song but it has a new verse from do it and a new ending verse so it's actually pretty completely different but i love how they sampled usher and the first time i heard it i was like it threw me off a little bit because i just didn't i don't know it just i didn't expect that so i think they did um i think brock Hampton did a great job with that yeah so, it yeah. is a different and, different song it right i'm like i'm i'm not crazy right no. <laughs> Um, I just want to make sure I think that's the right song oh I'm sorry it was nice and slow it wasn't it wasn't you make me want it it was it was nice and slow but yes so and there's this article too Rolling Stone that's like you want to make an R&B hit in 2020 try sampling Usher you know why because he's a legend that's fine you go uh oh Um, back of the sounds okay so Let's see. We're at one fourteen. So let's just do one pick one, which let's just do the one that I told you about last week, the demons one. Did you listen to the song? If I have to choose one because I have to, because neither one of these really did it for me. Um Wow. I'ma have to choose Drake. Interesting. okay. Why did you choose Drake? Because I had to. Um <laughs> I don't know. It felt like typical well, you know Drake. What? It was very, you know, sitting in the dark with dark alcohol Drake. 
Um, so it, <laughs> it wasn't fancy. Plus, I feel like the the mixtape this is from is like all of those songs that have been floating around the internet already. And he just said, here, since y'all begging and gave it to us officially. Um, so it wasn't like, I don't think people really went up for that mixtape because some of it was already out there and had been heard. So I wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a great song. Like, I don't choose to listen to this. Like, if I start a playlist and I, like, go through it and put it on shuffle, I don't, like, click this one to start everything off. Um, mm-hmm. And then for Sleigh Bells Demon, I was just like, oh, I was a little shocked because I hadn't heard it at first. I was like, oh, okay, we getting a little <laughs> afro guy girlfriend vibe. It just, ooh, a little shocked. <laughs> um, and so I listened to it and I was just like, nah, this ain't hitting it. And it's not even because of the genre because, you know, one of my favorite shows is Charmed. So I grew up on listening to a little off music, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, I got in, a, in an hour, Amazon is going to deliver my series collection of the Charmed show. So I am a avid lover of little alt music. And this song by Playbills did zero for me. So I had to choose Drake. Wow. I had to choose him. So gun to my head, had to choose Drake. That, that hurts my heart. But it's okay because um, there's actually a lot of songs that are either have the word demon or mm-hmm. or like and that'll I think we'll eventually do an episode like a demon time episode but these are like two of my favorite songs with the word demon in it um so that hurts my heart a little bit but you know I respect your opinion I just wanted to to see what you thought um but yeah so that was this week's pick one um okay so I just I feel like we have to talk about this one gotta go that is floating on twitter it's one you have to basically choose one song that has to go and the list was return of the mac this is how we do it before i let go or poison <clears throat> so well i saw <laughs> that you tweeted that you would get rid of return of the mac yeah. and i just wanted you to explain why <laughs> okay so i need y'all to know that i felt okay this is not like I'm I'm this is was an easy choice for me because Return of the Mac is a very specific vibe. Return of the Mac, this is how we do it before I let go and poison. Now, they all are dance vibes except for Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac is like a slow hustle that like the parents do when the night is over and the dance floor is a little bit empty and you ain't gotta go home, but you gotta get the hell up out of here. And so I was just like, I don't, I don't want the party to be over. I don't want that vibe. <laughs> and so I was like, Return of the Mac is so easy for me to remove. Cause then you have, this is how we do it. Let's get Liddy City off of that. Before I let go, Obvi. And then Poison, I'm like, uh-oh. Now, I did not consider the fact that at every black establishment, they play these songs at the end to get you to go. And in some white establishments, they play them because Poison is very well known to the whites as well. But Return of the Mag, different vibe, just wasn't vibing with it. You know what I'm saying? And some people didn't like that on the internet. I mean, Sequoia blocked me. Um, one, of my friends, <laughs> one of my friends who sent me this picture in the DMs said A as well, which was Return of the Mag, but then didn't read the caption. So she assumed that you just had to pick your favorite and it wasn't a pick the one you couldn't live without. So then she reneged on Return of the Mag. So I don't know about what you feel in Tiffany, but that's my choice. I I would get rid of this is how we do it. I'm so tired of this is how we do it. I feel like we've been doing it 
this way since 1995. I just, I can't do it anymore. I just, I'm so over this is how we do it. And like, people only know like what, 30 seconds of that song. I just can't. I, I, that's the one that would be gone for me. But I just, I mean, I haven't seen anybody say before I let go. I think that would end a whole relationship because I just can't trust anyone who would get rid of before I let go. I can, I can argue any of the other ones, but you know, I just thought that that was um, interesting. Um, All right. So let's move into the can't stress this. I have like a, I have a few things. So do you want to go first? I should have wrote them down and I didn't. Um, You can go first since you have a few things. Okay. Um, one, leave Adele alone. <laughs> like, I'm so tired of like whenever she posts a picture, everybody has something to say. Like, it's gross that so many of you guys think that it's okay to even like have these discussions about her body. Like, it's disgusting. Leave her alone. I'm over like having these conversations. Um, I think my second point again was to just be kinder to just black women artists I feel like we're so hard like on specifically black women in creative spaces I mean whether it be Meg or Beyonce I feel like they're just critique it might be because I'm a black woman I just feel like they're we're held to this like ridiculously high standard in every single thing that we do and um you know both of these women in this example have given us just artwork that brings us joy and it's like we have to find some way to like tear it down and not that we can't criticize but it's just like can we just you know have a moment where we can enjoy something without without there being like controversy or like um backlash and then third I just wanted to send like a personal like good vibes to um Crystal and Kid Fury from The Read I know they've been I'm not making the podcast for like the last I think two weeks and they're going through it I just wanted to send them um good vibes because it's a hard hard time and I know we look to people for entertainment and um you know I really look up to them but I just hope that whatever they're going through that you know it gets better and you know just thank them for for really like even starting the podcast because they kind of inspired you know me to, to start this so so I want to say thank you and send them good vibes. So what about you? Um, I would actually say the same. So mine is going to be just to take breaks um, because I live for the read. Um, I know that they have been very adamant and always have been about their mental health and advocacy. And I think that it's been interesting to see on the internet um, how quote unquote fans of the show um, are not actually always backing the choice that there is in a pod, um, even though they're practicing what they're preaching. And so I feel like for a lot of us, we get it. And so we definitely want them to take as much time as they need um, to like focus on themselves. Cause that's, what's important. So much like Tiff, just, you know, take breaks and we definitely just want you to be happy and healthy and come back to the pot whenever you're ready. Yes. Um, I think that's it. I believe so. Um, I think that's it. But yeah, um, just want to quickly again say, put some respect on Usher's name. Like, stop playing with him. Stop it. 
Stop playing with him. Stop playing with Beyonce. I'm over it. (laughs) Next time you think about being disrespectful to Usher, just remember in the back of the in the back of your head going ah ah ah. The disrespect. Um, yeah, so that's been another episode of uh, I can't stress this enough. I can't, w- I don't know what we're gonna do for the next episode. Like, we've been like kind of just you know, oh, like let's do this, let's do that instead of thinking of things ahead of time. And it's been fun, it's been really exciting. So, um, yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, like let us know if there's an artist you want us to like talk about or like a song that you're like, oh my gosh, like, I think Will would absolutely love this song and Tiffany would hate it. Like, still please send because mm-hmm. there's a chance that it'll actually be the opposite and Will will hate it. And I love it. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Peace. Bye.